0: This is Together, an Ada Bible Church podcast about the world of marriage, where we attempt to invite you to explore the ways marriage works and doesn't work. From practical ways of learning to biblical inspiration, we invite you to listen to other professionals and couples to help enrich your marriage. Here are your hosts, Rachel
1: Norton and Samuel Jones. We want to get you into the episode. Um, one thing we want to encourage you is that if you have small children or those who may not be at a mature age, we would ask that you do not listen to this episode with them near you. Um, we ask that you listen to it with your spouse or with your, uh, uh, your, your husband or wife. And so in that space, um, we're going to start the episode. And this is part two of Sexuality in Marriage.
2: Hey listeners, hopefully you got to listen to episode one of this conversation with women only about the topics of sex in marriage. We are back with Tova Jones, Julie Bonniewell, and Counselor Sarah Eastway. And in the first episode, friends, we jumped into your your story, Tova, mm-hmm. your story, Julie. Thank you for letting us in. Just some struggles that I think a lot of us as women can face. Mm-hmm. In this episode, we want to revisit some specific struggles and get a little more practical. So if the mm-hmm. friends didn't listen to episode one, go yeah. back and listen to it. <laughs> right. And share it with your friends. Right.
1: Definitely. Because, because that
2: gets the conversation started. Yeah. Right. That
1: gets um, it kind of takes the taboo and the myth out of sex. It's I think as women, we go through so much similarly or the same that if we don't share it, we think we're alone and we're isolated. So yes, go back and listen and share. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I know Tova got to taking all this wisdom
1: from people who For have sure. Like I'm taking mental notes, written notes.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm taking it yeah. all back. <laughs> I know. Julie, what was kind of most helpful or what did you appreciate most about uh the for our first episode and our first, first conversation? Well
0: I just appreciate us having this conversation mm-hmm. in in the setting of our of our church. and yeah. in in this in a Setting of our relationship with our husbands, but also in our relationship with God mm-hmm. and being willing to talk about it. Like I shared, you know, sex was, um, when I was growing up, was communicated as shameful even within the church and within marriage. Mm-hmm. So it's just so much healthier that we can get to the place where we enjoy this good gift that God has given us. Wow. And you know,
2: everybody in culture is talking about it. So we Mm want to have a healthy
0: conversation
2: about this topic, Mm -hmm. you know, in a church context Mm -hmm. and with our faithful friends. So thank you again for stepping into the conversation. Some important things surfaced in episode one. We, we spoke about how we can enter marriage with a very unhealthy view of sex and marriage. And so, uh, we're going to invite Sarah, to speak into this from a counselor perspective, you're going to probably jump in from your own journey too. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to we're talk all about figuring this out, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so we're going to talk about that when we can have an unhealthy view of marriage, when we can have body image issues, or just mental blocks. Different yeah. mental blocks that we can have. Um, what about when our drives are totally different, husband and wife? Um, and then. We talked about, just talk about it. Like, talk yeah. about it with your spouse. Talk about it with your spouse. We don't know how to talk about it, okay? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we just want to talk about that for sure yes, at the end. Yes. And I know we're going to leave our friends with some talking points mm-hmm. so that they literally, real time, can start a conversation today that it will be very easy to step into and hopefully keep that conversation going. Mm-hmm. So you regularly connect with women, um, and couples who are struggling in different ways, mm-hmm. um, in, with sex and marriage. And, um, what about just this, this broader one? Just how often do you address the fact that there's just an unhealthy view of sex and what does that look like? Mm-hmm. I think that, um, There can be this idea
3: that's carried over of, of of sex is bad or I'm not supposed to embrace myself as a sexual creature Mm -hmm. when, as Julia shared, you know, God designed us as sexual beings. Um, and then what's taboo? What's not? You know, I think there are, um, people coming to, there are some people coming into marriage thinking, Hey, everything's mm-hmm. allowed. And so once you are two consensual adults, just have fun with the blessing mm-hmm. of the Lord. Yes, just have yes. fun yeah. playing yeah. and trying yeah. everything. Yeah. And yeah. then there are people who come to the table with the idea of, Oh, oh my, like, no, yeah. I would never do that. I, yeah. I, I would never, I'm not comfortable with oral sex. That's a common one that I have, yeah. right? That, that clients come with that, um, oh, I, that was, talked in a very negative way. And so is that even allowed? Mm -hmm. And so being able to look at, well, you know, God does celebrate sex. And Mm -hmm. so if you are married Mm -hmm. and celebrating each other's bodies and enjoying this connection that you have that you don't share with anybody else, then everything's appropriate, right? Like you you can try. So it's getting rid of some of those um, mental blocks. I think another mental block is just how we view our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I think we can get into, you know, body image stuff later. I think another one is just, what is good sex? We see mm-hmm. the movie sex and think, okay, that's good sex. Right. So let's, let's redefine that sex is any type of physical intimacy yeah. and that it can take a while to figure out and that you, um, man, uh, it might be that the husband is able to have an orgasm right away, Mm -hmm. but maybe it takes longer for the woman. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's a mental block that, okay, if it's right at the beginning, if it didn't go well, what's wrong with us? Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, this is just going to be bad. Um, and broken. Mm Yep. We just can't figure it out. And then anytime we do try to talk about it, it's a fight. And so it's, it's just bad. And knowing, wait, like there's so many more things to try and it can take a while, but there is hope because Mm -hmm. there are, you can talk about things, you can try things. And there are couples who were very dissatisfied with their sex lives
2: the first five
3: years Mm -hmm. and now are much more happy and satisfied. Mm -hmm.
2: And so let's, let's even get into a counseling session. So Mm -hmm. a couple might say they've been struggling for five years. Mm -hmm. And so where do they start? And have you worked with couples who came to you? just feeling that this was too broken Mm -hmm. and seeing them kind of leave your care in a very different place?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, a block can be pain as well. Mm -hmm. And so I've had a lot of couples who come in and um, specifically the female is having pain during Mm -hmm. intercourse. And so then it's, I don't want to have sex because it hurts. Mm -hmm. And why doesn't he love me enough to realize that I don't want to Put myself in that pain, mm-hmm. but then the husband's thinking, "Well, what can we do to to get over this pain? And and why don't you love me enough to try to push through it mm-hmm. or or to go to a doctor or get it figured out? And so, it's figuring out what are the things that are getting in the way. Mm-hmm. Is it um, pain? Is it not feeling emotionally connected? Is it um, trauma from the past? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it Uh, a pornography issue. Um, So it's kind of, you know, going couple specific of what is getting in the way of you both feeling like you can connect emotionally and physically and then
2: going from there and trying to troubleshoot some of those
3: Sure, really identifying
2: what the challenges are but what's underneath like some of the why behind it Mm -hmm. so you can really get some traction there too. And I think sometimes men too is like, I think it's very personal in this mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily just about the physical. Like if I mattered to you more, this would matter to you more. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like it just, I think they just take it so to heart too. Mm-hmm. Um, So and it's just not a matter of having a drive satisfied Mm -hmm, or whatever. mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And so that it can be physically painful. Sometimes you send them to the doctor, doctor.
3: Oh, absolutely. Yes, there are, you know, there are definitely OBGYNs who can... um, Specialize in people with pelvic yes. floor issues yeah. and pain. I've had women who, um, finally realize, oh, I have a allergic reaction to latex. And mm-hmm. so no mm-hmm. wonder it hurts. I'm having my skin flare up every time we try to have sex with a condom. And yeah. so, um, it could be that there's physical therapists who can work with you on exercises. Mm-hmm. So just like our body can have all sorts of things go, you know, wrong and, Julie, as the nurse here, you um, could probably speak into this too, but you can try to address issues. You know, you got to get help, you got to make an
0: appointment, get a diagnosis, and then
3: you can start working on it.
0: And again, we have some very good resources in West Michigan. We have some, like you say, physician practices that specialize in this. We have some physical therapy practices that specialize in this. So certainly reach out. Um, it, it may take some um, figuring out of mm-hmm. what's going on specifically for you, um, but don't necessarily assume it's all a physical problem. Also, don't necessarily assume it's it's all yes. an emotional mm-hmm. or a mental block. Um, it might even be some combination of both. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, definitely reach out in those situations and get help.
3: And so, it's you know, it's not giving up, but yeah, like you said, you also have to be patient mm-hmm. because sometimes it does take multiple doctors' mm-hmm. appointments but mm-hmm. but you're gonna you're gonna keep trying to figure out what might be wrong and understand that okay mm-hmm. this you have the rest of your married lives mm-hmm. to figure this out mm-hmm. um, so
2: let's let's not give up so we kind of get to the root of it and sometimes it can be body image issues Tova you spoke a of- take us back you said it was a little bit hard for you if you had babies
1: like even how you felt you
2: looked or the attraction
1: factor look I know for me I had a cesarean so I had a lot of other things going on I had with both children I had cesarean but then going back to those mental blocks after having two kids back to back I was done having children right so in my mind I'm just like I'm kinda scared to have sex because you (laughs) you look at me and I'm pregnant again. So And you're sick when you're pregnant. Right. I was sick. My son came seven months early. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, it took some work to get over that mental block of like having sex with you is going to result in me getting pregnant, like to the point, <laughs> to the point I'm like, Sam, oh my God, I think I'm pregnant. He's like, <laughs> you can't even be pregnant. Like, you know how this goes, but the fear in my mind of having I, children are blessing, but having yeah. two super close together was really rough. And so I think even for me getting over that hump of, you know, when we have sex, I'm going to get pregnant was difficult on top of like the body image and getting back to your, you know, then you're getting older, your knees feeling achy, and you know, <laughs> can't do the things that you used to do. Sure. So I think all of that yeah. played a role, too. So Thanks for yeah. speaking to that part uh-huh. of our audience, too. Right. Like <laughs> Things can change
2: throughout a lifetime. And, you know, I remember, you know, after having our first, she was, you know, over nine pounds and like... I personally find childbirth to be a little traumatic. I don't know about you. I do. It's beautiful Uh and traumatic. Uh (laughs) I'm actually traumatic with that one. And so, you know, there was pain. Now I associate, like it was super painful after that. And there was a process of healing. And so I had a really hard time getting Mm -hmm. back into being active again. Mm -hmm. To the point I did, I needed to make an appointment with my doctor because there was a pain factor. And you know what? There was nothing wrong with my body. Mm Mm-hmm. It was more mm-hmm. a fear factor. Well, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. and you tense yeah. up. Yeah, yes. And mm-hmm. I, I would. You no, know, just took one appointment, honestly, mm-hmm. to just connect those dots, yeah. and I, I was so helped by that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so the baby factor yeah. definitely, definitely afterwards, um, especially the cesarean factors, mm-hmm. that can even a different mm-hmm. part of that conversation. But body image, mm-hmm. do you see mm-hmm. that, like? I And I had shared um, on a prior podcast, like, I have a history with eating disorders and body image has been a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. It took me longer to get comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, for for me to think he felt me, you know, yeah. that I looked attractive if I didn't feel yes. attractive. So how do you help the ones who struggle with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that um,
3: embracing our bodies and all of their peculiarities, you know, I, there's the stat that I don't, I'm don't know what percentages, but the vast majority of women you have um, one breast that's larger than the other. Mm -hmm. Or did did we
2: hear a sigh of relief?
3: (laughs) I'm like, what is going on here?
2: (laughs) (laughs) To the point that now
3: finally they're selling bras where you can get different cup sizes. You know? so so it's so mental. We are caught up, Mm -hmm. we look in the mirror and we see all the things Mm -hmm. that we don't feel are attractive, mm-hmm. um, and and trying to see our whole selves as as beautiful, and also knowing that um, when you are going to have sex with your husband, um, it is more than just how you look. Mm-hmm. It is something that you are sharing together, that you are connecting, you're showing him that you're making it a priority mm-hmm. to be with him. And you're experiencing things with, you know, yes, you're seeing, but you're feeling, you're smelling, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're hearing. It's a it's a big experience mm-hmm. and so I don't think that husbands get us caught up on the things that we do. And in fact, I've, you know, I've, I've talked about this in, in sessions and with my own, own husband, like, um, you know, if, if we're having sex and I'm feeling really self-conscious about the extra weight I've put on mm-hmm. um, in my midsection, the reality is uh, my husband could care less because he's looking <laughs> elsewhere, <laughs> you know, no. but he's, yeah. he's not worried about it. Right. Yeah. Or women who are afraid of a, you know, an an eczema flare up. The the husband will say, mm-hmm. I could care less if you have an mm-hmm. eczema flare up. Like I do your body is beautiful mm-hmm. to me. And I am just excited to be experiencing this mm-hmm. with you. And so recognizing that um a lot of those mental issues, there are things that we hold in our head mm-hmm. that our, our spouses likely don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so you can even ask your spouse about that. You know, you could even say like, hey, I'm feeling really self-conscious about um, the fact that I broke out, like my face mm-hmm. and my back and chest are all broken out, you know, and, and he's like, oh, honey, like you're... Mm-hmm. You're beautiful. Like, I want to be with you because of who you are as my partner. Yeah. And I want to enjoy this time together. I don't care if you have a breakout.
1: Yeah. And I think for me, going back to, like, putting sex on the schedule, that allowed me time to do things that made me feel better. Right. Mm -hmm. So when it was time, I knew, right, Mm -hmm. like, I can get in the bath. I can Mm -hmm. do my makeup. I can, instead of rushing, and I'm like, oh, my God, I I don't feel prepared mm-hmm. for this right now mm-hmm. knowing that this was coming gave me time to do some of those self care things to make me feel better about myself so yes. that, that has helped as well because you gotta feel confident I, mm-hmm. I, and I know our husbands could care less, but it's still, you know, when you don't feel confident, Absolutely. it mm-hmm. it tells in your sexual performance, sure. uh, you know, so.
2: And we want to be attractive
3: yeah. to our spouse. Right? Yes. And I think it is couple specific. Like, I think there are people, you know, you mentioned the mm-hmm. aversion to smell, um, <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's couples where one or both people, they are just much more sensitive to smell. Mm-hmm. So it's a, uh, Hey, we're both going to hop in the shower before yep. we have sex yep. or we're going to light a candle or. Mm-hmm. We're going to use lotion or just something Mm -hmm. that smells good, you know, and some couples, yeah, the woman wants a chance to shave her Mm -hmm. legs. Other couples, they could care care less, less. (laughs) right? And, and so, yeah, what are the things that if what is coming up in your brain? Like your mental blocks that are thinking, okay, oh, this is why I don't want to have sex now. Mm -hmm. Okay, can we do something about that? Can we? Does by scheduling it, can I have that time in the shower? Can I put on some makeup? Can I put on some music, Mm -hmm. and that just helps me relax and embrace that we're going to do this. Mm -hmm. We're going to have
2: sex. Yeah, I mentioned to you, I've been starting conversations with lots of (laughs) friends too, and like so, I'm like learning all these things. Yes, Um, but it really, a friend shared something, and when you were. Talking a little bit ago, I thought, oh, that's what she was talking about. She. Is struggling with her appearance. She's middle age, mm-hmm. and your body starts changing a little bit. Absolutely, get and get a little bit more in sure. the midsection, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so she just shared with her husband, "Like I'm feeling less attractive," mm-hmm. and um, and you know what would be helpful to me is if you were more generous with your words, yes. just like with what you yeah. do find attractive, would just help me. Mm-hmm. She said it is a game changer. Yes, wow. and but that's coaching him along because like, yeah. they cannot read
3: our minds. No, our husbands sure. cannot sure. read our minds, yeah. and so being able to say, "I just need more of those." Yeah. Yeah. words of affirmation yeah. i need to
2: i need you to tell me like what you find beautiful mm-hmm. about yeah me. Mm-hmm. okay i am going to put julie on the spot too because you guys uh you know samuel and you know kelly so <laughs> we want to know like <laughs> what are some what are some things that they do or say kelly and samuel that make you as wives feel more attractive mm-hmm. good question
0: oh wow i think it for for me, it's just the, the teasing and the comments mm-hmm. and the so um, teasing in a playful in way. in a playful mm-hmm. way, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, or you know, just the, that touch as they walk by, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of making that um, that sexual part of relationship just more of a day to day, moment to moment thing, not the you know the two times a week that we have on the calendar for sex, and mm-hmm. it's it's. Part of our our everyday relationship, and like I said, we are empty nesters now, so a lot more freedom to tell those, you know. Um, have fun with that, than mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. perhaps um, we did when we had kids in the
2: house. So, well, thank you for inviting us. And how about Tova?
1: Yeah, I think for me on the on the last podcast, I said that Sam's love language is touch. So mm-hmm. he's forever affirming me with with touch. And so, um, and I'm I'm super direct. So if I'm feeling a, a type of way like Sam, I don't feel super attractive right now. You know, I don't have these kids, I I'm pick. You don't hold hey, back. I don't you hold him, back. Okay. And he's just yeah. like, babe, I love you. Like you, you're. A Amazing and and he's a genuine person. So just words of affirmation um, when I don't feel comfortable in certain sexual positions, he'll stop and he'll say, "Well, you know what will make you feel comfortable," and that always makes me feel good. And so, like, well, we just gonna keep going because uh, we already. But him taking the time to stop and okay. you know get us back on check track, in check, check make in, sure you're enjoying yeah, it. is is always helpful. So uh, well,
2: thank you. What about you, Sarah? Um, I think when I
3: just feel cared for. So I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, early on in marriage, I, I was a big words of affirmation mm-hmm. person and I you know, would would go to Kevin, do you love me? And he's like, of course I love you. And I was like, well, can you tell me why you love me? And he's like, tell you, what do you mean? I just, I just mowed the lawn. I just did all these th- like, uh, you're my wife. Of course I do. And so for him, like having to practice and learn mm-hmm. just like any other skill mm-hmm. um, of you know, I just want to hear it. I know that you love me, but it for whatever reason, mm-hmm. it touches my soul to hear that you are loving this about me mm-hmm. today or you're impressed by this. Or so um, words of affirmation, um, just the the knowing that he cares. So mm-hmm. taking the time to emotionally check mm-hmm. in and ask, you know, mm-hmm. how are things going? And um, asking follow-up questions when I just... Feel like he's caring for me, mind and body and soul and
2: not just body. Yeah. Um, that really helps. Mm-hmm. It, uh, that's so true. But, and it's interesting though, like you're telling him like the words would be helpful, but they probably genuinely put you in the mood. <laughs> <Like> it's, <laughs> it's a win-win. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's totally a win-win, you know? And uh, so, and... When I get to thinking about the changes and when it's hard, I mean I think about myself. My husband, husband's bodies change too, mm-hmm. and like I don't find him any less attractive. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that just kind of disarms my own, yeah. you know, kind of not feeling attractive. Sometimes That's a too. good
1: way to think about yeah. it because our husbands mm-hmm. change too, yeah, right? And yeah. I don't think we look at them no. any any different. That's no. so true. Love him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So kind of a funny thing. Right before we came down here, Kelly was sitting at the table eating lunch, and the computer was in front of him, and. I don't know why, but the webcam was on and he wasn't even paying attention to it. And I was like, honey, who's that handsome guy you're having lunch with? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking oh,
3: about? That's oh, cool. that's so cute.
2: That's a great example. Yeah. <laughs> now, we've talked about um, sometimes one is more in the mood than the other or... Um, our drives can be so different. Now let's recognize sometimes the woman's drive can be much stronger Mm
3: -hmm. than the guys. This Mm -hmm. is not just
2: like always going to look the same with, you know, men and women. So uh, that must be something that you get to speak into with couples and with women. Yeah. And
3: I think, you know, as we're promoting communicating, when we are communicating this with our trusted friends, it is being mindful that, not everyone fits stereotypes, yeah. right? So it can be the the woman who has a stronger drive. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, there often are, um, in a couple, you're often going to have somebody who, um, somebody who has a stronger drive and somebody who has a weaker drive or mm-hmm. just less often. And there's some different factors in that. I think that um, some people are more what we call spontaneous with their desire. They mm-hmm. see you across the room and they think, Oh man, I wanna have sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just have that urge. And so that's what we call like having you know, they're more spontaneous versus responsive. So responsive would be, okay, I, I'm maybe not the person who has the thought Let's do this now. Mm-hmm. You didn't come up with the good idea, right? Right. Okay. right. Okay. It was. I mm-hmm. was thinking about twenty other things. Right. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> the now, initiator. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. And now, now this idea has been presented to me, and so even if I'm not feeling that sexual urge in the moment, I I know that okay. I can respond. So once we get going, then my sex drive Mm -hmm. can kick in Mm -hmm. and now I can enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that one is not better than the other, they're just different. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's good to know where do you fall and where's your partner falling? Um, I think another one is just knowing that there's, People, there's some people who want to really feel that emotional connection before they're even interested in Mm -hmm. the physical connection. Mm -hmm. And, or if, if we had, you know, if we were, fighting earlier today and now you want to have sex with me? It's like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh, we are fighting right now. <laughs> but then you have other people who think, oh, what better way to feel emotionally connected than to physically connect? Right, so, right. yeah, we were fighting earlier, but guess what? If we have sex right now, we're going to just, we're going to connect. It's going <laughs> to yeah, feel good. Really we're going to enjoy it, it mm-hmm. and then it'll help us to get past the fight. Mm-hmm. And so, again, one is not better than the other, but... If it's different, how do we talk about it and then serve one another? Mm -hmm. So to realize, okay, as somebody who wants that emotional connection, um, so sometimes I'm really going to advocate for that. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say, like, hey, can we just spend some time talking first? And then maybe there's times where it's like, well— you know, we don't have much time, uh, and I this wasn't my idea, but now is as good of a time as any, and mm-hmm. so let's just jump in and do this. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, and just to remember, there there can be all different types of um, sexual uh, experiences and connections. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be, uh, you know, the full-blown, you know, sometimes you do want to have that where you can spend a lot of time mm-hmm. and really um in, invest in each other, but like I had a girlfriend who was talking about the subjects once who's like, don't estimate underestimate the quickie. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want that to be every mm-hmm. single time. Right, but there's, but there's a place time in time where yeah. that works yeah. well to oh, connect. And yeah. a, in a mm-hmm. time for that. Mm-hmm. Um you know, one of the things that I'm dealing with is I have um a chronic illness, I have fibromyalgia. Um and so there are some times with just the fatigue and the pain where I'm like, mm-hmm. hey hon, I you know yeah. but Let's just snuggle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just hold hands. Mm-hmm. And um That's, that's where that physical too. intimacy
3: mm-hmm. can be more mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. just intercourse. More right. yeah, yeah. Can we connect? And sometimes, I don't know, has it ever happened where, you know, by him just honoring that and saying, Yeah, let's snuggle, that then you might end up getting well, in the mood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a- absolutely. Yes. Yes. And um
0: sex <laughs> is a good pain reliever too. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. so sometimes um, well, some that will be sometimes, again, some of the ways we joke about it. Um, uh, Julie, I think you need a therapy session today. <laughs> 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 so that's the, that the best. So it's, high. High. it's cold. <laughs> no, have
3: these codes that you use. Yes. Oh, I, I think oh, that's man. A great That problem. is yes. great. I
2: think someone on a prior podcast, too, was uh-huh. like they use staff meeting language. Yes. <laughs> it's like staff meeting later. Oh, you know, yeah. just kind of bringing that into a question comes up now and then is like, okay, if we have a healthy marriage, how often are we supposed to have sex, right? Because we want to be keeping up, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you know, we want to make sure we're not overdoing. Or like, mm-hmm. is yes. there a number, Sarah? What's no, the number? There's
3: not a number for that's going to be a one size fits mm-hmm. all. I I think I shared this in the last time I was um, with the podcast that I have worked with couples where um, they are both feeling very satisfied in their love life when they are having sex twice a month. Mm -hmm. It it just fits what they both want Mm -hmm. and they feel loved and supported and everything else going on in their life. That's great for them. And then I have couples where if they're only doing it twice a week, that's not nearly enough. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to be more often. And so I don't think that there's this special number that we're trying to all reach. Mm -hmm. I think it's about finding out how do we mm-hmm. feel connected and then back to what you were sharing um last time toba about quality yeah. over quantity um or just creativity and mm-hmm. willingness to try things um
1: yeah cuz i had that conversation with sam the number often still comes up mm-hmm. cuz i think in like you said in your mind you're like is this healthy that we're not doing it every day this week? Mm -hmm. And so I told Sam one day we had a conversation. He was like, well, I would love to do it every day. I said, (laughs) realistically, fam, you don't even have the capacity on your <laughs> life calendar to do it every day. Like, we had to break it down. Like, you get out of work on some days at 9 o'clock at night. Right. I'm going to be asleep. Like, yes. this is not happening. <laughs> so, we had to come up not only with the quality, but, like, a quantity that he felt, you know, was like, because I was for quality. He still wanted some quantity. Of course. Yeah. But I'm just like, it was even though he thought he wanted that, the conversation revealed that he could he didn't even have the capacity to do that, so I think just having that conversation again and discussing what that number is for you and your spouse is always helpful
3: and instead of having this target number mm-hmm. maybe it's it's having more of a conversation of do we want to connect more
1: mm.
3: or oh we're I really feel like we're prioritizing the sex mm-hmm. more than the emotional connection or the dates are having mm-hmm. fun. And so I'd like to more prioritize the emotional side of things. Yeah. So looking at a more or less versus
1: number three times a week, mm-hmm. you know, Oh, that's, that's good. That's so
2: good. I don't know if you're going to know how to answer these questions, Uh-oh. but as a counselor, <laughs> what are some things where if this is going on and maybe we already touched on it, but maybe we didn't like, if this is going on, you would encourage someone to reach out to a counselor. Mm-hmm. And then if this other thing was going on, you would would encourage them as a first step to reach out to a medical doctor Mm -hmm. or a physical therapist or Mm -hmm. like, let's start with the counselor first. If this is going on in your marriage, you would encourage them to make that appointment.
3: Yeah. I think any time that sex has gotten to the point where it feels like just something to get done and check off the box, but I, and I don't enjoy it, but I'm going to do it anyways. If you find yourself in, in that place, um, then let's, let's talk about that and figure out what's contributing to that. Um, if you're trying to talk about it with your spouse, but every time it's ending in anger or tears or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, then, then, Go to a counselor because they can help you have that conversation. Um, If you are somebody who's having sex plenty with your husband, but you're not enjoying it. So you're not having an orgasm or you're just not looking forward to it and not enjoying it physically. um, That could be physical or mental, Mm -hmm. or all of the above. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, go to a counselor. Um, I think why not approach things from multiple angles? Mm -hmm. So if you have any concerns that it's pain or or even um, hormone-related, make an appointment, go to your doctor, do all the blood work, have your good physical. Mm -hmm. Also make an appointment to a therapist and start talking about things from there. I think anytime you feel stuck, Mm. it just breaks my heart that, There are so many of us who are struggling in isolation. For sure. And so to know that when you feel stuck and like, I've tried everything, you haven't. You've tried everything that you can Mm -hmm. come up with, but that's when you reach out and you say, okay, we need some help here. Mm -hmm. And as a therapist, we have to do that too. You know, my husband and I have both been in individual Mm -hmm. therapy. We've been in couples counseling. You can't be your own counselor. Mm -hmm. Um, And so being willing to say,
0: I need... I just need help to think about this differently.
2: Sure. For sure.
0: Just, um, you know, it breaks my heart because we have perhaps grown up with this taboo of talking about this in the church, how so many couples aren't enjoying what is intended to be God's Mm -hmm. good gift for us. Mm -hmm. He created us. He said it was very good. Um, And, so please, um, let's have more of these relation- these conversations and reach out for help because mm-hmm. we don't want you to be um, stuck and not enjoying that part of your marriage. There is hope mm-hmm. and help out there.
3: Mm-hmm. And it's – I mean, I don't know that you can bring a problem to the table that – Millions of other people haven't encountered, mm-hmm. right? You know, and so just mm-hmm. it helps normalize it too and know mm-hmm. you're not alone. And there's other women who have felt exactly the way you have mm-hmm. felt or have, have shared the same fears or shames or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
2: Well, we have talked a lot about talking about it. Could you help those of us who don't talk about it enough? or we as a couple have just not gotten good Mm -hmm. at this. Mm -hmm. Tova, you and and Samuel have meetings, and you talk Mm -hmm. about three things now and then. Mm -hmm. We'd love to start there. And then I know Sarah's got some helps for us to start some healthy conversation about this topic.
1: Yeah, so we meet, and it's weird. You know what? Being married to Sam has, like, changed my thought process on a lot of things. So he's very type A, and like I'm type Z. That's what I say. <laughs> I'm like all over the place. So he has to like reel me in to like, okay, Tova, let's focus. So, um, on our anniversary. We have um, monthly meetings, but on our anniversary specifically, we sit and we talk about three things um, that we've experienced through the year. So we um, evaluate like what's been good, what's not going good. We talk about our dreams and aspirations. Like, so what do we look forward to? What do we want to do? And then we talk about things that are going well. And um, in those moments, we take those times or things that we want to um, continue to do and then throughout the year we sit and we talk and we have meetings about like are we really meeting the mark here Mm -hmm. like if we want to um increase our sex life or find things to enhance what are we doing and so we check in with one another probably about once a month to say are we meeting these benchmarks and so um that has helped i think um with him being a a therapist I'm a wife of a therapist I think um the way that he's able to interpret my directness has helped a lot um because because I I feel like if he wasn't a therapist and I I could be putting words in in his mouth but (laughs) um I feel like he would be offended just because Mm -hmm. of my directness like that that is a preference, right? Um and so he's able to take what I say and then process it and say, is this what you meant? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Yes, that's what I meant." <laughs> yes. He's like, "Well, it didn't sound like that, but like okay. this." Um, so, um But
3: uh, giving you the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when we're communicating, right? We're so quick to assume the negative, but there was him saying, "Oh, that didn't come out that, that didn't mm-hmm. feel good, but I'm going to assume she meant something mm-hmm. coming from a positive place. So, is this what you meant?" Yeah, yeah. and so and <laughs>
1: (laughs) when When we first got married, that was one thing that we always said was that, we're going to go in with good intentions. So like, Absolutely. I know That's you so would important. never, yeah, you would never say anything to me that will hurt me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going into this conversation with good intentions. And I think that had to be built over time, right? Like our trust, our vulnerability with one another. We try never to go into a conversation, even in our disagreements, even in our heated moments that like Sam's out to hurt me or told right. us out to hurt. Sam, right. um, and so when it came to sex, we always knew that my intention was never to make you feel less of, never to make you feel like you weren't good enough, and never to make you feel we're like on the same side. Right? We're mm-hmm. on the same side. We just want to make it better, and so that's Whereas what it is.
0: Tova, I think Kelly's had to deal. With the opposite personality in me, (laughs) I'm very much an introvert. Mm -hmm. I often have to think about things before I really know how I can respond. I can't, like, you know, hear Kelly say something to me and then be able to Mm -hmm. know how to respond right away. So that learning that communication style of your partner mm-hmm. and, and
1: sure being
0: willing to work through that is so important.
1: Mm-hmm. And sure. I like when
0: you brought up meetings, you know, just kind of
3: when you brought up scheduling sex, mm-hmm. you can look at that as a, Oh, that seems so rigid, mm-hmm. but really it just opens up mm-hmm. the communication lines. Cause the reality is life is busy. For real. And so we can have <laughs> the best of intentions on, Oh, I need to talk about this. Well, we need to bring this up and Days and weeks can go by Mm -hmm. before you do. Mm -hmm. And um, being able to talk about what's gone well. So I loved, I had a couple that I was working with and they were um, discouraged because they were both really extremely successful business people Mm -hmm. and like they couldn't figure out sex. And they were like, why is it that we can be so (laughs) successful in so many other areas, but we can't here? And, you know, they they were having hard conversations about it. Um, They were, it was leading to feelings of rejection or failure. And so um, we, we, we're talking about how both of them had recently in their teams at work done SWOT analysis. Oh, which fun. is strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, yes. and threats. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, so. <laughs> they did a SWOT. Yes, uh-huh. a Saturday brunch, and let's do a SWOT analysis uh-huh. of our sex life. And they laughed uh-huh. and they did it, and they said it went so well because oh, it was a wow. framework they were used to dealing uh-huh. with, and they could laugh and joke about it. And even just having that time where you're having the conversation not in the moment. Mm-hmm. And so that's you know you and Sam are, you're not talking about this right in the moment after somebody has felt rejected or mm-hmm. when sex hasn't gone well or mm-hmm. something that you're talking about it when you're sitting down yeah. to just check in with mm-hmm, one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, the check-in. Okay, SWAT.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so S is what? Strengths, Strengths
3: weaknesses, opportunities, opportunities, and threats. All right, yes. friends, did
2: you get your pen and get that down? Because you have some other things we might want to write down, some healthy statements or questions yeah. to get us talking about it. Some conversa- conversation starters, I think you yes. refer to them yes. as.
3: So I, you know, not in the moment when you're you're having another time to talk about it you know starting from a place of i feel connected to you when mm-hmm. fill in the blank mm-hmm. um something i'm wondering if we could try is mm-hmm. fill in the blank um maybe asking each other do we need to broaden our definition of what quality sex looks mm-hmm. like um You know, are there things that we've thought about doing, but we haven't? Um, Is it okay if, um, so what is quality sex? Does quality sex mean both people had to orgasm? Because that's the ideal, Julie, bringing back to like, that's the goal and the ideal. But is it okay if we're in the middle of trying something, and if I am facing a mental block mm-hmm. um, or something comes up, that it's okay to say, "Hey, can we just time out and and cuddle, and just and maybe sometimes that cuddling goes back to having sex, mm-hmm. and maybe sometimes that cuddling is going to sleep. And so, do we need to broaden what we consider to be part of our sex lives? Um, mm-hmm. Could be one. Um, I think, you know, when something hasn't gone well, the sandwich approach is always good. Like, you know, like Mm -hmm. I I love that we're connecting physically. Um, I'm glad that you want to, you know, try sexual things with me. Um, remember when we did this, um, Mm -hmm. I, I I didn't like this about it. Mm -hmm. It kind of made me feel, um, you know, so different things like I want to feel more connected to you. And so when we tried this position, I felt like we were disconnected. Yeah. Um, or um, I wish that we would have more eye contact. Mm-hmm. I wish that we would... Kiss more.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, you're nodding your head. Oh, yeah, that, you know, the longer you're married, right? <laughs> like, when did we stop kissing? <laughs> yes! Yeah. I know. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, there's yeah. homework assignments,
3: right? <laughs> that therapists will above. You just need yep. to rediscover kissing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, so your job is to kiss, and it can't lead to sex. Mm-hmm. And in reality, it can. <laughs> <laughs> but the goal yeah. is yeah. that you're trying to, mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. rediscover mm-hmm. that. Um, so. Yeah, or remember when we did this? I like that. Can Mm -hmm. we try more of that? Mm -hmm. Um, Saying something like, okay, (sighs) I've been really tired. So can you help me think through what are some ways we can teamwork Mm -hmm. the to-do list (laughs) Mm -hmm. so that I can have time Mm -hmm. to go take a shower Mm -hmm. and you're getting the kids to sleep and now – you know, I'm I'm more up for it, mm-hmm. um, or yeah, I I feel emotionally connected to you when we do this first, and then that helps me get in the mood. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, is that helpful? I'm just trying yeah, to make a uh, good
1: question. Uh, uh, like I'm we're like, gonna listen yeah. to
2: this and we're gonna chat, mm-hmm.
1: and that's gonna
2: be new conversation <laughs> for us. I just <laughs> promise you. You know, it's so good. And uh, so you also said I, maybe we already touched on it, but. When do men feel most emotionally connected to their spouse typically?
3: Um, well, not necessarily men or men versus women, but are you talking about like when they feel close, like after having sex? Yes. yes. Like yes. The, we're kind of often wired a little yes. differently. Yes. And it's not so. always that way, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, some there, for some people – The act of having that physical intimacy, you get the oxytocin, you get the endorphins, you get, it releases physical tension. They feel connected to you. And so now they're just a lot more emotionally available. And so, you know, talking about that, if that's your experience, you know, like making sure your spouse understands that. So I don't want to have sex with you just to have sex with you.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. I want to have sex with you because I'm I'm
2: looking forward to it to it leading to a better emotional connection. Mm-hmm. And so that will come up in these conversations too. Mm-hmm. Like it's there mm-hmm. where we can talk about those kind of things. And,
3: and when it doesn't go well, mm-hmm. because we're all, we've all been married for a while here, mm-hmm. right? Like best of intentions, you start a conversation and it doesn't go well. You know, just, you can say, okay, timeout, like, um, we're on the same team here. Yeah. Uh, let's let's try talking about this again, or let's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel stuck. Let's let's see a counselor. Let's talk about it with our friends. Let's mm-hmm. find a mentor couple. Yeah. Um, you know, just reminding each other, we don't have this all figured out. But guess what? I only want to
1: figure it out with you. Yeah. And that's the point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I only want to figure it out with right. you. I think yeah. that's so good because so many times we forget that we're partners. This mm-hmm. is a team thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're in this together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when yeah. you're satisfied, I'm satisfied. Like, it, it, it goes both ways. right? So. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, in this relationship, this marriage relationship, um, I think we never, we never fully Get done learning more about that right. person. We never like yeah. yeah. We yeah. never like, got them totally figured out, yeah. I guess yeah. is what I was trying yes. to get to. Yes. But, you know, when couples are asked, uh, think about the different types of love. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. even in a marriage, like there's three kinds of love that we experience in marriage. Mm-hmm. I think uh, our friends, Kelly and Samuel, have spoken about this on prior episodes. But the three kinds of love, when couples are asked, like, how are you doing in these areas? Like, you think that this is a strong area for you? In the area of um, the friendship kind of love, usually couples score really mm-hmm. high. And in that committed love, Christian couples usually mm-hmm. really high too. And then in more of the romantic sexual love, um, often they'll, they'll score themselves lower than the other two, mm-hmm. but not too bad. Well, on that third one, you can really break it down. And as a couple, talk about four different areas and actually give yourself a number. So to look at that more closely is to ask, um, how would you rate your marriage in, in the sex part of your marriage in the area of frequency? Because you, you talked about that, tobel a little bit. So what number would you give? What number would your spouse give? Like a give? 1 through 10. 1 through one, 10. 10, yeah. 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 How are we tracking there in terms mm-hmm. of frequency for you mm-hmm. and for me? And then how about quality, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit of the quantity mm-hmm. and now the quality. How's that going for you? How about creativity? Mm -hmm. You know, that might get people, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. might get both of of them. Um, And how about emotional connection? Mm -hmm. And that's where often the numbers might be a little revealing. Mm -hmm. And no matter what your number, I think we do it for watch for the growth opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that we kind of keep it fun and keep investing in this area of our marriage. So pick one of them, Mm -hmm. you know, share your numbers with one another, pick one of the four and see like, see what it might sound like in a conversation of what getting just to that next number, right? Mm-hmm. And so that you're, area. At, mm-hmm. yeah. you're like, at a
3: four. Yep. It's you know if your spouse is at a four, it's asking them, well, what would a five or six look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what
2: would that? What would that take? I know. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we. Covered some good ground in these two episodes. Can you believe we filled so many minutes? I know, I know. Time. Time. I know. <laughs> so, and you know, we're so thankful that our friends would listen along. Books had been recommended um, by some people that we chatted with. Just what have other um, faithful friends found helpful in terms of a resource? And three different resources came to mind. Um, for the friends that were asked, one was called "Try Softer." Mm-hmm. I think had you recommended that to someone before? Um, I think we had talked about how yeah. Kelly
3: had brought that up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a
0: book that I really appreciate. If you are um, struggling with really um, appreciating your your physical body, especially, mm-hmm. okay, um, that is a, a good book to to work through.
3: And try softer, right? Not just it's not
2: try harder it's
3: try softer
2: like we got to be more loving and
3: gracious with ourselves and
2: embrace ourselves yeah and people can look up online who the authors are but there's (laughs) try softer and then there's a fun title it says it's a good girl's guide to sex (laughs) i think that gets back to where we started our conversation Mm -hmm. And what was your first understanding as a christian you know young person and and then sheet music was Mm -hmm. highly recommended for couples Mm -hmm. um just that and even that it's that this is something that even your kids know is something that is a get to for for you and your marriage. Mm -hmm. And so we just want to thank you, all three of you, for joining us. Thank you for letting us step into your stories. And friends, we want to ask you to help us out. We believe this will be helpful to a lot of people, but we want to ask you to share the prior episode and this episode. If this was helpful to you, share it with at least three friends. Mm -hmm. We would love to get more and more conversations going, healthy conversations around this topic. So we'd love for you two to join us next time. Upcoming conversations are going to be with just the guys. So stay tuned for those later on in the season. And uh, thank you again for joining us for these two episodes of Together, this Ada Bible Podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to Together. We hope you've learned a thing or two. If you find the podcast helpful, please go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your listening platform, Leave a comment and give us a five-star rating. If you'd like more information on Ada Bible Church and its ministries, or someone to pray or dialogue with about your marriage, go online and check out our website at adabible.org.